Welcome to Brazen, the podcast where we explore how we can access the health and happiness available to us when we take ownership over our lives and decisions. We are your co-hosts, Callie Hughes and Valerie King-Maller, and together we're going to explore how we can live a more bold, curious, and vibrant life through positive psychology, transformational coaching, and functional wellness. Let's get started. Welcome to another episode of Brazen, the podcast where we explore how we can access the happiness available to us when we take ownership over our lives and decisions and get curious about what is available to us. So today we are going to talk about what this podcast is all about. Like, what does it mean to live a bold, curious, and vibrant life? It sounds kind of esoteric and like a good goal, I guess. But what does it mean to actually live that way? We're going to explore that and give you some tangible actions that you can take to become more bold and curious in your own life. So let's get started. Valerie, what does living a bold, curious, and vibrant life mean to you? So I think for me, Living a bold, curious, and vibrant life means to live expansively and to not be afraid to explore, try out new things, and choose something that works really well for your life. And then also just not getting stuck in a pattern of sleepwalking through your day-to-day world. What about you, Callie? For me, I would say being curious kind of evokes images for me of like childhood, like being childlike, being open and unapologetic in the questions that you're asking all the time. And also being humble enough to be open to learning new things. I think that's a huge part in curiosity because if you're not okay with looking like you don't know everything, then you're going to have a lot of trouble asking the questions and being curious. One thing that I have to say about what you were just talking about, Val, is I love the image that living expansively kind of brings to mind. It's almost like, you know, you're standing on the edge with so much possibility in front of you. Yeah, I think that the thing we forget often is that just outside of your comfort zone is where there's all these opportunities. And when I think about living expansively, I think about the idea that often as you grow older, your world sort of constricts as you get stuck in the same daily habits. And Living expansively means that you do things that can get your world a little bigger and a little more expansive, to use that word again. So it's things like trying new things daily if you can. And it can just be very small things like trying a new ingredient or cooking technique or learning a new language, like spending five minutes a day learning a new language like you are, Callie, <laughs> or just a new workout routine, or it can be a little bit more dramatic, like traveling to a new country or anything like that. But 
trying to find opportunities to build in new experiences, I think is really huge in making sure that your life does get more expansive. And it also opens your eyes to all the opportunities that are out there, not just what you're currently living. Mm, I love that. And I think that kind of brings up the whole idea of, you know, just taking control over your life. You know, if you realize that there are so many opportunities out there and you don't have to continue traveling on the one path that you're on right now, it really empowers you, I think, to take a step in whatever direction you see your own life going in. I think you bringing up the whole idea of taking control of your life and the direction is really important. I think often we sort of mindlessly walk through our lives without making decisive or taking decisive action And even if it's something like, I'm going to binge Netflix for two hours, like having an understanding of why you're doing what you're doing and also making a decisive choice to do that is really huge when it comes to feeling like you're living life on your own terms. And so we certainly recommend that you spend as much time as you can just being mindful of what you're doing in your life. Yeah, being intentional with what you're choosing to do. Yeah, because I know that I've, you know, I'm sure like pretty much everybody has lost lots of time watching TV or scrolling on my phone. But there's a big difference between just sort of falling into doing that versus saying that you are intentionally doing that. And that kind of, you know, implies that there's a purpose behind it. And even if you're just watching TV, the purpose can be just to rest and enjoy a TV show. You know, it doesn't have to be this big goal to help you, you know, live the best life possible. Like it could literally just be, I'm feeling like I need to rest and I'm just gonna sit on the couch and watch a couple episodes of this show. And as long as you're making an intentional decision to do that and you're not just mindlessly or like you said, sleepwalking in front of the TV and then coming to your senses like four hours later and then wondering where your day went, you know, that's kind of, you know, one of the big pieces, I think, of taking back control of your life is making sure that you're trying to avoid that sleepwalking tendency that we get into when we're kind of just going through the motions of the day to day. Yeah, I think that brings up two really good points. The first one is that while we talk a lot about sleepwalking through your day, there is a piece of life where you have to be able to kind of follow a pattern or a routine every day. So we're not saying that Every day you need to walk around like a child seeing the world for the first time, like there is some necessary routine in your life. And so we get that. But also, I think the idea of just being deliberate about your time. And I love that you brought up the TV watching aspect of it, because I think that the negative side of being very deliberate about your time is it turns into like the productivity culture where you feel like 
that means every minute of your day needs to be spent doing something productive. And I truly think that (laughs) that is very toxic. And it is okay to say, I'm going to spend an hour watching TV tonight or two hours as long as it's deliberate, but also making sure that you're not falling into that trap of creating all of your wellness activities as if it's your to-do list. I know that you and I talk a lot about making sure to make time and space for yourself. And I know you talk a lot about just creating white space. And I think that's also really important for living a more creative life because if your life is go, go, go every second of the day, like you have no time to explore or be creative or engage in things that you're passionate about. Yeah, totally. And, you know, it kind of is bringing up for me as you're talking about that, you know, my past struggles with perfectionism and really at a deep level, a subconscious level, equating my productivity and my achievements to what I am bringing to the table every day in my life. And so that kind of drove me to want to make every second of my day as productive as possible because I was kind of unconsciously tying my self-worth to that. And I think that that's also something that is really prevalent for us women. And, you know, you see a lot of it, especially with like all of the, you know, social media, like mom accounts, you know, a lot of it is really emphasizing how to get as much done as possible and how to have it all. And it's really kind of furthering, I think, that perfectionism and the who you are is what you do kind of a mentality that's really toxic and really damaging when something happens and you can't be as productive or, you know, you feel that you need to rest, but you have this mental hang up that's not letting you take the rest that you need because it would be wasting your time or you wouldn't be productive and getting stuff done that you need to do, that kind of thing. Yeah, it's so hard because as you know, we work primarily with high achieving women. So this is a huge issue that comes up for a lot of us. And it creates a negative spiral because when you're a perfectionist or when you engage in all or nothing activities, when you aren't able to complete them or live as productively as you had hoped, you then of course have the sort of mental downfall from that too, where you start beating yourself up for not being productive. And then it just kind of becomes this thing where you're demotivated and ultimately can't be creative because you're so kind of caught up in that need to get stuff done and the perfectionism. So it's super important to just give yourself some grace and also build in a calendar if that's how you work that allows for some space for yourself to regenerate and to do the things you want to do and that give you a chance to rejuvenate yourself and be more creative. Yeah, definitely. So let's talk a little bit now about how people can take practical steps in order to start moving their lives in that direction. Do you have any suggestions for people who might be kind of seeing a lot of themselves in this conversation? (laughs) 
like both of us. <laughs> I would say my first steps would be to, as we mentioned earlier in the podcast, start to build in some new activities. Obviously, we've just talked about productivity and perfectionism. And so don't build it in at the expense of your time. But if you can try to build in like when you're cooking dinner, a new ingredient, as we mentioned, or just things that fit naturally into your current routine, that's a great way to start expanding your creativity. And then I think when it comes to the all or nothing or perfectionism, it's a great idea to start just doing some messy action (laughs) that gets you out of that need to pre-plan and perfect everything you do. But also just as we mentioned, if you feel yourself getting into a negative headspace about your productivity, to take a step back and make some notes about what you're feeling and kind of whether you're feeding into that toxic perfectionism and what ways you might be able to like ease up a little bit. And did you have any thoughts? Well, one idea, you know, just if... I can hop back to the first point that you made, building in different activities. So one example of what I did when I started really trying to prioritize this, just listening to audiobooks in the car during my commute. So instead of listening to music or like a talk show on the radio, I started listening to books and At first, I will admit that that kind of started feeding my productivity monster because I was like, ooh, how many books have I read so far this month or listened to? But eventually, it kind of changed form a little bit and it really became more about just listening to books on things that I was curious about and wanted to know more about and were not necessarily within my favorite genre. It was kind of nice to expand my world a little bit as we've been talking about. So trying to find different ways to incorporate it into your everyday life is a really good first step rather than trying to add something extra in because we all know that we have 24 hours a day and 28 hours worth of work to do in it. So, (laughs) (laughs) but beyond that, I think, honestly, I am such a huge advocate for people getting into therapy because there's so much stuff that comes up between you know, our drives for productivity, perfectionism tendencies, you know, and all the things that, you know, kind of fed into it that are just unconscious patterns of behavior that we don't even really recognize. So getting into, you know, a therapist to kind of start unpacking some of that past stuff, or if you've been doing that, working with a coach to kind of help propel you forward. That's a really good way to kind of expand your mind that you're living in and kind of explore different options that are available to you and help you take that messy action that you need to take in order to actually start getting there. And we're going to definitely have some more information coming up in a future podcast on taking messy action. So check that out. You know, I think all of these are really good points. So like, let's recap your action steps. So 
If you want to start living a more bold, curious, and vibrant life, here are three things you can start doing today to start moving in that direction. So number one is just to try something new, expand your world a little bit more every day, read a new book, work on learning a new language, listen to some music that you don't typically listen to, anything like that to kind of just move outside of your comfort zone a little bit. Number two is to try to become more aware of when you are falling into the perfectionist or the productivity traps and just get curious with yourself and ask yourself where that's coming from and if it's really serving you to live a more bold, curious, and vibrant life. Chances are it's not. And so once you identify that, you can start kind of reworking your path as far as that goes. And then finally, number three is just take messy action. You know where you want to go, or you at least know the general direction of what you want your life to look like. So just take the first tiny little baby step in that direction, whatever that means for you. Even if it's not perfect, even if you are afraid that it might not be the right thing, you can always change direction, but you just need to get started. You're not going to get to where you want to live by staying in the same place. So take messy action. It's number three. So we would love to give you a tool that's going to help you get started with some of these action steps. So if you go to the show notes, you will be able to download a workbook that's going to help you build in more white space into your day. And what that's going to do is free up some space so that you can get clarity to figure out what it is you want, what direction you want to move in, and then start taking those action steps. So go to the show notes and you can download that today. That wraps up our first episode of the Brazen Podcast. We are so grateful that you are here and that you are joining us on this journey. And we hope that you will continue to join us as we explore what it means to live a more bold, curious, and vibrant life. See you next time. 